0: Hey everyone, it's Marcel from Real Chumps. Just a quick heads up, we're still on holiday break, but in the meantime, we're revisiting our episode on Stepmom. This was my first time watching it and it was a roller coaster of emotions. If you haven't seen Stepmom yet, definitely give it a go and then join us for our episode. It surprisingly makes for a great Christmas movie, especially with its impactful last act that is set during the holidays. Now, brace yourself for potential tears, but trust me, this is truly a cinematic gem. Lastly, as we gear up for the new year, be sure to stay connected with us on all our socials, at RealChumps, for updates on upcoming episodes and exciting things in store for 2024. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this throwback episode as we revisit the heartfelt moments of Stepmom. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Real Chumps. I am your host, Marcel, and with me as always, my co-host, Danny.
1: With Mother's Day coming up, we are going to discuss the 1998 film, Stepmom, starring Julia Roberts, Susan Sarandon, Ed Harris, and Jenna Malone.
0: Susan Sarandon. Oh, my gosh. But
1: First, hey, normally I get it right, okay? I just committed this time, and I was like, he's not going to correct me, right? He's
0: correct me. Uh... Hey, better me than some punk on Twitter. That's true.
1: Hey, don't add us. <laughs> Dude, um qu- uh, two things that we have to do, talk discuss. One, um there is currently the writer strike has has officially begun as yeah. of last night, which we had mentioned and discussed I think a little bit in one of the podcasts um or maybe one, uh, our post post show podcast
0: post show. Yeah. <laughs> Offline post podcast post show.
1: Yeah but uh, to all writers out there in the WGA we support you um, you should be paid um, as well as directors everybody who's in the industry should be paid and I don't care um, if that pisses off Disney CEOs
0: and and the thing is like s- streaming is one of the biggest reasons why they're they're going on on, on strike right It has changed the the film and, and T V industry has changed so much in the last, since the last strike in two thousand seven to was so, it? The, so two thousand eight? So two thousand seven think about this.
1: Let's lay it out a little bit. Yeah. Vox put out a, a great article. I'll leave link it in the show notes. I'm gonna grab it right now. But um we had so a little bit of context leading up to it. we had BuzzFeed's news station, like award winning news station mm-hmm. got shut down. Okay, this is this is like, this was an era that I was like, like BuzzFeed was weird when they started doing news and they started winning Pulitzer Prizes and like yeah. future reporting. I was like, okay, Vox started coming in, but even Vox has laid off people mm-hmm. and whatever. So there's like signs of like, there's definitely something happening in the media industry. We knew that this with the right side. last time they had it was in 2007 to 2008. Yeah. Netflix started streaming in 2007, but it was just like, you know, some of their catalogs, right? Right. Part of that first strike was because, uh, was in the fact that they wanted to better their, was in the biggest thing with the streaming. They were unsure what some of that did. They wanted to lock in some of their the contracts and trying to make sure that like their jobs, with jobs were safe because yeah. streaming was going to come in and start disrupting. It aggressively changed. Yeah. And they renew, so okay. The in the the it's like this weird acronym. It's the International like, Movie Associations and TV Producer something. It's like basically all the studios. Mm-hmm. Every single studio, Netflix, Disney, every single studio that you can think of is like part of this thing. And those are the people who deal with Directors Guild of America, the Writers Guild of America, and the whole situation. Okay. So, as of right now, they had to put. Uh, uh, they had put a forward a document for the, they, they wanted to, um, they wanted to raise like some of the the money the the money they wanted in, it to increase was like, I think a hundred and like forty seven million, and this the the other organization um, denied it and said they would only raise it like six million or something. Jeez. Okay, to, to put in perspective, um, I think. Uh, Adam who ruins everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's been he's very vocal right now on 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 a bunch of different things. He quoted that
0: So, I'd point out the fact that David Zaslav, the CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery, which is, you know, the parent company of the network I'm talking to you on right now, was paid 250 million dollars last year, a quarter of a billion dollars. That's about the same level as what 10,000 writers are asking him to pay all of us collectively, all right? These companies are making enormous amounts of money. Their profits are going up. It's ridiculous for them to plead poverty when the writers who are making their shows, some of them are not able to pay their rent or their mortgages. I literally know writers who have had to go on assistance uh, because they have not been able to make their year. If you look at these companies, they're making more money than ever.
1: So Vox, again, like they have a wonderful breakdown. I love, you know, that is there. And technically, they are part of the writer strike. Now, not all writers are are being disrupted. Broadcast, uh, online, radios, they're still going to sure. work. But like the movie and a lot of the some of the in stuff, TV. we're not going to feel it like we did back then. I mean, we think about The Office and like some shows that were cut in half and like weird, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. reruns. The biggest shows that are going to be affected are the like late night shows. The late movies. night
0: shows, the daily, yeah.
1: SNL, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But you know, Disney, um, one of the biggest things like, that they've cut costs is calling mini rooms. So normally when they do a pitch for like a pilot or season or whatever, they'll have like a pilot room and they usually do like eight writers. What they do with these mini rooms is they'll, they'll have these individuals, three or four writers come in, try to write out three of the first episodes hmm. and then, but pay them less than they would do for the full eight crew. Yeah. So like there's all these weird like budget cuts that they're like de- like, that they're trying to work around. And yet they're making more money than they've ever made in because of streaming slash because of the thing. And there's the whole thing with residual thing. One of the biggest factors that they're trying to deal with right now is the um, uh, is the impact of AI. Yeah. So the reason why they're doing a big deal now is because just like back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, right before the stock market and all the thing crashed, which again. Weird, oddly enough, oddly enough, Sam. We're doing with other bank crises. Hmm. Weird, weird, weird <laughs> connections. I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure how they're connected, but I, I think they are. If I was a better investigative journalism, I would. If I was in that <laughs> line of business, that's the thing I'd be investigating. Um. But the thing is that that back then it was the impact of how it would how, how gonna it how was going to be impacted and how it's going to grow and change. They had no idea. We look at AI, literally six months from now could be completely game-changer oh, yeah. in AI right like this earlier today uh, I was showing a video from my, my buddy of mine who, who there's like a there's a service where you can submit photos and they will give you a professional headshot okay it's crazy all right really? and my thought was like like what not only does this affect like AI affects writers actors voice actors sectors uh like you know, VFX, which VFX industry period should, like, I don't know why they're not on strike. Um, the whole situation, and technically, the, the Directors Guild of Deliver America, according to the Vox article, uh, states that their, like, renewal contract is actually, like, in the end of June. So it could be that, like, if things aren't aren't mediated or corrected, there could it could lead to a mega strike, which fully does stop.
0: Hollywood production. production. Yeah. That's wild. Dude, it is it, it it's an interesting time and and again, like let's reiterate, we support all the writers, um the the guild and and everyone that's impacted. Like there needs to be changes. I, I was watching this uh interview on Variety and they were interviewing the writer and oh, who was it? I'm trying to find it. Um the 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 showrunner for Dope Sick. Yeah. Um. Anyways, and he he was saying like he he brings up the fact he's like, how am I able to negotiate a fair deal with my writing when the studio won't show me the data of and, and the impact that my show is doing, and that and that's part of the part of, I've always had this issue with streaming is that they hold the numbers so closely and they don't share especially Netflix. Netflix well, will not share anything. Yeah. And 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 that's so unfair. Like uh, how how can you like go and, and negotiate a, a better deal and say, "Look, my my show that I wrote for you is bringing in x number of viewers or x number of registrations whatever when that's not being shared with you." That that should be that needs to change.
1: Yeah, because I mean like if you take it to regular broadcast if the way streaming residuals are calculated really hasn't caught up. Broadcast, even though like it's their the whole equation and whatever, basically comes down to like if they have a better show, brings in more ad revenue, mm-hmm. more eyeballs, which means they have bigger money, which means they can do bigger payouts. So broadcast, even though you we were like like no one like I don't know anyone who has a broadcast TV yeah. situation right now that is gonna deal with that situation. And it's they're getting paid more than streamers. God's that's that's wrong.
0: That's very wrong.
1: Okay? Think about this. This uh inbox is it's a massive hit for Netflix bringing thousands of subscribers and revenue. You don't share it at all in the profits even though you're a main reason the platform is succeeding. The WG argues needs to change in negotiations prior to the strike with the AMP AMPTP, which is the American Movie Producer or uh, associated uh, or whatever. It's freaking ridiculous. There's so many acronyms in this. It's ridiculous. So is that like uh, one of the biggest things like the Comedy of Rise show, it's like it's bringing in things, but then also like how many are they going to be there? So people are writing for their shows. Mm-hmm. So this, this those types of shows like the late show with Stephen Colbert and all these other ones that are there, they late hours in there, a lot of times they're doing the day of writing and so instead they negotiate the rates individually so instead of doing it like how they would do broadcast where they would like um so on broadcast writers are covered by the mb which is like the minimal basis like it's like a it's like it's like the minimum wage right it's Mm. like okay we're gonna pay you this much and it doesn't matter you're gonna get paid so this for streaming services they negotiate the rates individually and for most writers this means they don't get they get paid less than those on broadcast even though the product and workload is the same it's the same what what is Here's the thing is like I've always been like this is like one of the best times to be alive as like as a, a storyteller for mm-hmm. for video. Mm-hmm. Literally we have so many venues to be able to do that. However, and this is something that I've been I was talking to a colleague of mine from my my one of my college professors who's now a very good friend and colleague of mine and how when we when I talk with younger youth and they and like, they're like they want to, I'm like look, I'm not saying to go down the director's rep path and going down um, a producer and going down the grind of Hollywood isn't rewarding. And it's not that it's not um, worth it, but it's freaking rough. Yeah. And the fact that, it, that it's not changed when it comes to money is messed up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like the fact that you still have to grind, like, don't get me wrong. Like, does there need to be a grind? Yes. Because people are not, you know, like there's a, but honestly, like you can't make a living because like, the way things cut out, and yet people who have all the money get more rich. Mm-hmm. Not cool. Nah. Especially when it comes to the writers. I look at, like, I think part of this is like you look at some. Uh, I mean, Disney, this, like, got rid of their entire team that brought Disney Plus. Did you see that headline? No, I didn't really. They cut their the entire team, like, or half the team.
0: Okay. And I know that you had massive layoffs like less than a month ago.
1: Yeah. So was that uh, part of that layoff? Then yeah, uh, team. Um, uh, I'll, I'll find the article. I I can't remember if it was the f- half of it or the full crew, but it was like the majority of the people who brought who brought Disney Plus into full force and made them kind of like the, mm-hmm. I think some of the game plan, which is insane to think. You know, like, they, they came in, they rocked the boat. Like, I don't know if they were part of the people that negotiated the whole, like, put their foot down and said, sorry, Netflix, we're taking back all your Marvel, uh, um, you know, shows. Yeah. Like, that was a huge blow to freaking Netflix. Yeah. I bet, you know. So, I I mean, that contract might have been already set in stone, but I doubt it because I don't know, Disney wasn't like, was the, they didn't care about streaming. They're like, oh. this is a this is fad. Yeah. You know? And to me, the biggest thing is like, one of, like I said, the, one of the bigger things is the AI stuff. And it's part of it's like, you know, they're worried that they could, that studios could end up hiring like a person to generate a script or, you know, for pilots and for things like that. And then basically hire writers to adapt those uh, ideas for less cost. For
0: less cost, yeah.
1: Don't get me wrong. I'm i I've been using. Le, I've been leveraging AI to use some, for the, some of this podcast sure. and some of these other things. But there, to me, th- I will always be a firm believer. And like comes down to the art, like the craft of having an individual be able to like identify something to put together it will never go away.
0: Hundred percent. And we we talked. And we're gonna do a little shameless plug. We talked about this in our episode of Princess Mononoke, right? Yes. There has to be that balance in in. Techno, in, in advancement in technology, in this case in in AI, like yeah, there's something powerful about the artist, their personal approach to it to to whatever it is, a painting a, a, a photo or a story um, and just bringing that 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 human connection, that human experience to it that you can't replace. No and I
1: think this movie. That we're talking about today with stepmom is the perfect example of like w- why we've been saying this for in our podcast for since like probably episode one that more movies need to just breathe. Yeah, yeah. This movie is a, a masterclass of just letting a moment sit, um, like many others mm-hmm. that are out there, but this one for sure hit hard at very good moments it stayed on like i was very i'm like i would totally want to go back and rewatch this if it didn't make me cry <laughs> every single freaking time uh on the fact that like they would hold on people's yeah, reaction they, they, yeah
0: they hold on their on uh, they hold in, in in the scene they hold on their reaction and and maybe a slow fade away um but the power of just staying in there and letting the viewer sit with the emotions but also letting the actor Right? Contemplate the scene, the impact that it's having on the character, and letting them just do your thing. Yeah. Right.
1: Um, this director, Christopher Chris, Chris, Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus. <laughs> what a name. Yeah. Right? I, don't, I don't know the situation. I don't know if, but he dedicated this to somebody. I don't know if it was his
0: wife or. So I, I looked a little bit into Good. it. Um, so he dedicated this to his mom who passed away of cancer like a few months before the movie uh was released so it's interesting because this movie had come to him several times uh the script and it was under it was under a different title like i think it was like it was titled like something about about the moon um and and he kept like turning it away and he's like Nah, this isn't for me years went by and then he picks it up, and his and his mom had just been diagnosed with cancer. And then he read it, and he's like, "Yeah, no, this is this is it. Like, if 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 this were to be the last film that I do, I would be happy." Dude, this Chris Columbus has a freaking. And it, it's interesting because this is 1998, so this this is the, the movie that came out after nine months. Uh, the, his movie with uh, Hugh Grant mm-hmm. and I can't remember the female lead. Um, but I mean, Chris Columbus is known for the Home Alone movies, Mrs. Doubtfire, Harry Potter,
1: the first the, two Harry Potters, the two
0: Harry Potters, right after this. Yeah. Yeah. He did that, this. yeah. And then what had he done? Bicentennial man. Oh. Um, so he's, he's great at like telling, uh, sincere, innocent, genuine stories about human relationships. Yeah. hundred percent. And he does an incredible job at, at getting his 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 cast, especially children, to emote those students
1: Dude, that was the thing that took me. For, I mean, I don't know if it was you know like if these child actors were like prodigies, um, but I that was the thing that struck struck me the most. Is yeah. I felt like the, especially the the son,
0: um, Ben Ben, played by Liam. Um, I forget the last name. Yeah. He, his, his
1: smiles, his like moments felt just so genuine.
0: And they were so sincere. Yeah. Right. They were genuine and sincere. And they just, um, I was listening to an interview that he did about, about the kid, about Liam and they struggled to find like the right actor for it and they couldn't find, but he said as soon as Liam walked in and he gave that smile, he's like, yeah, this kid is good. But then he read the 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 line and he's like yeah we're going with him. He even says this was in 1998 he's like if if we were if I were to still do another uh home alone movie he'd be he'd a, be it. I think he would have been way better than the other the third that was it that? Oh, the third one. Yeah. Line, yeah. yeah so
1: the, Liam actually looking at he was in the series of unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. Um and he was the, the boy in the Road to per- per- Perdition. Oh yeah, yeah he was.
0: That's yeah, that's the, yeah, he was. That's right, yeah, no, he's great he's 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 even awesome, uh, he's awesome in this movie, and yeah, yeah definitely yeah, like he's great, man,
1: I can see him coming back as like more of a star as he is he, is oh, he yeah. yeah, anyways, phenomenal for sure, like this cast was great, I think it did feel so sincere,
0: yeah, and well let's set the stage a little bit yeah. so we're 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 reviewing stepmom because one of our listeners suggested. For uh, for yeah. Mother's Day, uh, that we talk about a movie about moms, mothers, about motherhood, right? And this was the one that we decided on. We had a couple in mind. Yeah. We decided on this one. This is my first time watching it.
1: This is my first time watching it. Oh. Well, okay, let me take that back. I When I was watching it, um, there was a scene when they're dancing to The Temptation, which that song will never...
0: The Marvin Gaye... <laughs> Ain't no mountain high enough.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, not temptation. Yeah. Yes, Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Uh, Ain't no mountain high enough. That song will never get old. Oh, never, never. That, that song is legendary. It like I don't care how many movies or how many movies <laughs> will add that as like a song to like bring to. I just think that it's just it's just phenomenal. It's incredible. So the scene where they're like dancing, uh-huh. you know, uh, as a family, you know, as, as Sarah and and the two kids, and they're just dancing and having fun. Um. After a tough moment, it was yeah. It was uh. Was that the one after she like yells at her her, no, at her mom. She
0: gets mad at her mom. She's mad at she's mad at mom and and dad. And right. She just found out that she has cancer. That has, has cancer. cancer. Yeah, and that she would been lying to her. her lying to Anyways,
1: but that scene, I was like, I think I've seen this movie. <laughs> oh really? But it was like I, yeah. I must have been I must have been young because I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember very well. Um, so I, I'm gonna classify this as my first watch.
0: Well, here's the thing: The movie came out in '98. I was like 10, nine years old when this movie came out, so like I was not the target audience for this. No. I know, I know that over the years, I know my parents rented this movie, and like when we were younger, we were pretty good at like my we we would all pick a movie, we'd sit down like on the weekends and watch. Right? Yeah. I have a very clear memory of my parents picking this, me coming downstairs and be like, "Oh, what are you guys watching? Oh, we're gonna watch that, mom." I saw, like, the DVD case, and I was like, yeah, no. This isn't for me. Hard
1: pass. This like, ain't no Power Rangers.
0: Yeah. This is not for me. And me just being like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm out. Um, I'd seen the trailer. We watched the trailer again. Um, and we felt like we watched the movie. We felt like we watched the movie. Let's just talk about this. If you haven't seen it, full spoilers alert. What If you haven't seen it, listen, but, like, watch the trailer. You're going to get a feel like... Okay, this is, like, a typical, like, stepmom movie and, like... Like, n- 1990s,
1: like, yeah. late 1990 movie, kind of, like, witty, will have some sad things, but, like, it, you know, like, there's gonna be the mom and, the like, the stepmom, there'll be
0: some, like, fighting. There'll it, be like, some conflict in there, it'll be funny. Not at all. Well, this movie was deep. This, this movie took a very sharp left turn halfway, and I was like, what? I, like the trailer did not sell it to me at all like this. And and that left turn is that the mom, Susan Sarandon's character, Jackie, is diagnosed with cancer. And she this is like her second battle with it. Uh and 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 she goes through chemo and chemo isn't working. And yeah. so it comes to, to the point where she accepts that this is this is it. Yep. Right? Um, yeah, man, like it was such a unique take on it and I wasn't expecting that. And and I appreciated it. You know, so
1: as a, as a individual who who's gone seen parents go through a divorce, um, I mean, I was a little bit older, but to me, I was telling, you know, my wife that like this movie felt very mature in like the way they handled things. Mm -hmm. Then I could, like, I could think about in the 90, in 98. Okay. Yes. They're like sitting their kids down to discuss things. Okay. Having real conversations with them. Mm -hmm. Like the, you know, the, um, I mean the father trying to have a discussion being called out by the daughter, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Jackie and her, uh, and, um, Jennifer, uh, Julie Roberts, Isabel, Isabel. her character, they're, they're, like, fighting but not fighting, like, quip thing felt very, like, this could easily be the thing. Oh, yeah. Like, but all of it, like, it, and then the her, uh, Jackie and Luke, who is at Harris, they're, like, like, little lunch thing to try to have, like, these, like, I don't know, you know, conversations about like how things maybe are going. I don't know what the whole, but to me, it felt so emotionally mature for what nineteen ninety. And I mean, I don't know. I, maybe I'm wrong.
0: No, but <clears throat> here's, I, I we're watching. I'm watching this movie right, and immediately I'm thinking. And and I will say this: there are many times in this movie where I feel like the subject matter or 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 the the script. Gets very close to crossing the line of it being goofy or it being of me rolling my eyes and being like, oh, okay, like the stepmom, the conflict, and and like it has those funny moments, yeah, but like it doesn't. It, I was thinking of, of of the Parent Trap, for example, yeah, right, where that movie is very clear, very similar situation in the, in the sense that you have a dad who is starting to date someone much younger than him is engaged the mom or the future stepmom in parent Trap*, right also successful businesswoman yeah um carries herself very elegant uh but it, it becomes a, a comedic trope and that's how that movie is assigned right she doesn't like the girl the girls right. don't like her and, and and she's out to say you know uh, at some point she's like I, you know once i get married i'm sending i'm shipping you kids off to boarding school or whatever right so like it has those like traditional like stepmom tropes whereas this one never crosses that line but and it and gets it, close it gets close it does it, go, it gets many times it gets very close and i'm ready to be like uh but it doesn't quite and and i think that's just i i, I I don't know how I feel about it. Like, it's great that it didn't cross that line. Uh, but like you said, it it tackles some of these themes in a very mature way, especially for 1998.
1: Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm sure there are other movies that might do this. But, yeah. But to me, this is the first movie. I mean, like, I'm thinking about this in 1998. I'm, I'm thinking of everything they're doing. And I'm like, man, these are things my wife and I are trying to dis- discuss with the yeah. children. I'm like, okay, we're going to have it. Like, all right, kids. This is what's gonna happen. Do you have any like what's where are you at with this situation? <laughs> like they tried to involve their children. I don't remember that as a kid. It was like this is what's this is what's gonna happen. Yeah. You know? Or <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if that just triggered every Latino, <laughs>
0: Latino listening. Um I wanna talk a little bit about Julia Roberts' character, Isabel. I I really like this movie. Even though the movie is called Stepmom, Isabel, it, it is more of a of a Movie for Jackie,
1: yeah,
0: um, and we'll get to Jackie in a second. But I love the way that this character was written. Like I said, she she's probably what in like her late twenties, early 30s i I'll probably say early thirties. Early thirties. She has a successful career as a photographer, working for some ad agency. Um, she's great at what she does. Her employer knows that she's the best, right? She's built a great reputation. Starts dating Ed Harris. Um, but immediately she is genuinely invested in the kids, right? There, there isn't this traditional trope of, yes, she's trying to win the kids affection and, 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 and get on their side, so to speak. Right. But it's never like, like, I don't like you and I can't wait to marry your dad so I can kick you out of the house or type of... And nothing like that. It's very like, I want to get to know you. And there's a couple of times in the movie where she says, I care about these kids because I love Luke. Right. Yay. And Luke loves these children. Right.
1: I, I really appreciate that too. And what's what I also appreciated is that like, they didn't like, I mean, they try to make her, you know, she, one of the first before the where we get to meet Sarah, mm-hmm. or I mean, Jackie uh, her char- Sarah's character, uh, when she's trying to get the kids up in the morning, you know, she kind of woke up like, of course, she's a photographer, yeah, who like, you know, she's had her own life and like, th- is not accustomed to like, do with the kids in that whole situation, forgets the the like the you know purple, uh, shirt for purple shirt <laughs> day, which don't help me, I had freaking ptsd after you know with that i'm like oh my gosh did i have the blue shirt ready for this friday <laughs> um but that you know like she it felt like she was trying she also felt very fr- it felt like you know she was a very frustrated character because yeah. like she felt like she was trying to do stuff and then being like not having total things that totally happen to people like losing ben while she was trying to work mm-hmm. because he got 'Cause she she was trying to work and dealing with the kids and then uh and then like, you know, trying to connect with the daughter, but like the daughter being upset and frustrated with the fact that like her dad's moving on. Yeah. You know, like of course like she's gonna like be more frustrated or whatever,
0: right? And and it's something that Ed Harris's character brings up, right? There's a scene where Jackie and Luke are uh uh what's the daughter's name? Anna. Anna. Anna's like school with the principal, yeah. And Luke says, like, like, yeah, of course, of course. Jackie is frustrated that there's a new woman, and and um, and she has to share her, you know, her kids with with this new woman. Um, he says like, like a bit tongue in cheek, right? Like mocking yeah. her, but also like he goes on later to say like, and but Isabel never thought about being a mom. Like this isn't something that like was top of mind for her. Yeah. At least not now.
1: And again, I think this is a, uh, um emotionally mature situation. Yeah. Like, I, great job for Julie Roberts. It said who knows how many women to say like, oh, I could have a successful career and then maybe later not have to worry about kids right away. Yeah. I mean, we you know, in the location that we grew at least I grew up, that was very much a lot of the Like, it was like, no, motherhood for is like the only thing that I want to do. Wonderful. Great. But... Also know that like, women can do, you can do whatever you you can do you can be a mother and, you don't have to be just a mother. Yeah, yeah. Because men are no, they're not just fathers, or right. fathers and, and 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 like it it kind of angers me that like sometimes that trope is still brought up in movies. Yep. Uh, because I'm raising two two daughters. You mm-hmm. also have two daughters. Like. We want our w- girls, we marry women that are strong and independent and, and awesome.
0: Yeah. And, and I think going, going to like the contrast between Jackie, right? Yeah. She worked at a publishing house, yep. had a great career, but she made the decision to not work, have kids, and she brings that up, right? Um, and so then you have this contrast of, of this mom who decided to give up her career, give up her passions, her interests to have kids. And then you have Isabel, who is at the height of her career, right, and is trying to juggle the the being, uh, you know, being in the workforce and a future stepmom to to the children. But you're absolutely right. I, I it's such a, I don't want to say such a '90s trope of like the woman having to choose between her career and her family. It it didn't feel that way. No, and but but you you said it earlier, like. It's still like it, that's still being portrayed at times. Yes, right.
1: It is still being portrayed. I think to me the way that the way I felt was that like, look, this you know uh, Isabel's character had the opportunity to find and to be a profession, mm-hmm. a professional, right? She she had her goals set and she she was very independent. She found someone who did there, and I think there's a. I don't, you're always good with this because uh, you take create, uh, you you know prep a little bit better than I do <laughs> but the, the there's a line with you know like him being th- the, uh, he comes but had, there had been a little bit of tiff he comes back to give uh, Anna's soccer stuff mm-hmm. and have Jackie and Luke have this interchange um, and you know like he's like you know I'm you know I'm sorry you know being a rough you know we had a kind of rough situation and then this idea of like well you didn't ha- you weren't you didn't give you, you didn't have enough time to be able to figure some of that stuff out. Yeah. Right. And, and, um, I think that like that happened to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I think even now a little bit, sometimes we, people, we, in society, in marriages, like things probably could have been okay, but because of misunderstandings of expectations or, or ideals or what, or, or lack of purpose. Yeah. Um, not that kids don't provide us purpose, but like when you feel like there's all you're doing is like taking care of kids, uh, and this is for both men and women. Like it, whether you're the one that's the stay-at-home parent, mm-hmm. like if you all you're doing is taking care of kids and you're not talking to any other person, you feel like there's not really a lot of purpose.
0: Yeah, there's, uh, and and I think you know uh, Jackie's character is definitely going through through that in in her life, right? She she made sacrifices, um, and and she's kind of come to a point in her life where she's like, what, what am I doing? Like, where's that fulfillment coming from? Yep. Not that she's not getting fulfilled as a mom, but it's, it, it's hard, right? To balance work. And, and I love how this movie portrays, takes, takes some of this theme of, of, of the role of women in, in society. Yep. Now I'm a guy, I get it. Like I'm not speaking for women here, but like I, I see, I see those struggles with like with my coworkers, with my wife, yep. right? and 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 the these uh this notion or these not judgments but these expectations that are put on on on, on women in our lives it's it's not fair
1: it's not fair no it's and it's it, not only is it not fair like for that but it's also i feel like um i've made a decision that like i i mean like i would i will try to cook like, all right, I cook yeah. often yeah. in my home and I will, you know, do all these other things. Not that like say that like that solves any sort of problem, but like it is a home is a shared responsibility, right? And I think that like, you know, this movie does a great job, not necessarily in the aspect, but like showcasing that like the struggles of, okay, one parent after a divorce is going to get remarried and how that challenges... The or how that brings impact in struggles because we see this with anna and jackie yeah and then anna and isabel with like this boy like the boy situation of trying to figure out like well what do i do you know like you know this he like you know in Breaks out with me and whatever. She's like, this is what we're going to do, you know?
0: <laughs> Prior to that, I love the interaction between the two, the, between Isabel and Jackie, right? When they're at the play and they're, they're like, they're dating, which at this age doesn't mean absolutely anything. <laughs> like it means nothing. Uh, they can't even go out together. I, I, I just, I love that interaction between the two. It but, was,
1: well, but the whole, that whole, that whole scene is, probably, that, probably, that might be my favorite scene.
0: It, yeah, it is because it's, it's, look um throughout the whole movie there's these passive aggressive comments towards one another right understandably of course right and but they've they've she at this point she knows about her having cancer yes ooh I can't remember I don't remember either i think i think she doesn't but but en- enough has happened that they've come together right or they're they're working a little bit closer yes they,
1: they've come to an agreement they yes. understand each other a little bit like in the fact that like look you're you're in this life you're you know we're like they've come to some sort of like
0: yeah not necessarily like no i think she does know about the cancer now because i feel like once she finds out about the cancer like there's that shift in in um, in the relationship between them, right? Yeah, you're right. Because then shortly after, she does the whole thing with the boy, and then after that, they meet at the restaurant, and after that... Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, she... Okay, yeah, she does know... You're right. Because they, at that point, after she knows, they she, Jackie, kind of lets down some of the walls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, And in the sense of, like, okay, well, you know, I need... You need to know things. And this is something that I felt like really appreciate, because I think that this moment... With the play is like the first moment of like, okay, this is what's happening and you need to know this. Yeah. And then it opens the door a little bit for Anne to kind of like start accepting Isabel because she had a very hard, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, thing. We don't really know the time spent, but I assume this is probably, you know, several a year, if yeah. not more or yeah. whatever. So, but the thing for me that I really appreciate was the little moments of like beforehand, the moments of like conflict of between that that like bitterness of like yeah. passive aggressive little moments and then also into the shift of like having her share treasured memories that she's gonna need to know as life moves forward.
0: Oh, dude you're gonna make me crack now. <laughs> I know dude. Full transparency. I, I cried a lot in this movie. Dude, me too. It hit, it hit me. Like it really did. I get
1: I get this text from my he's like, bro <laughs> this movie Wait, you on. Me,
0: I gotta pull it up. Pull it up. I I think I said something along the lines of like I am a wreck over here.
1: No, no, you said, dude, I can't. No, dude, dot dot dot. I can't. Dot dot. I'm bawling over here. That movie hit hard, and I was like, oh man, because I hadn't watched it yet, and I'm like, this is. I'm like, I'm not. I gotta prep myself. I gotta prep myself. Uh,
0: it's because I wasn't expecting the whole like cancer storyline. Anyways, um. It was it was a little bit, we like it. It comes, but it's like
1: it's like the most subtle. Oh yeah, version yeah. Of like the cancer situation.
0: Yeah, no, hundred percent. And I want to talk about Jackie about Susan's role and like her portrayal of Jackie. Yes, this is Susan. Right out. This is a year after she won an uh, an Oscar um, for I can't remember. It was a movie with her and Sean Penn. Uh, but so she's hot off an Oscar, and she brings such sincerity and pain, um, regret even. Yes. To this character, and I just love her portrayal of Jackie. You have you have these two incredible actresses that are just so good at their craft. Both of them. Both of them. They're, They're so good. And 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 I think Su- Susan does an incredible job at Sarah, bed. Susan Sarandon. isn't that her name? Is this Susan? Yeah, Susan.
1: Oh my goodness! I'm over here like you are, right?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking for last night, Sarandon. Sarandon.
1: Man, I'm freaking struggling over here. <laughs>
0: um, but I love her portrayal. Like she's so great, and 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 she does. You talked about, like, sitting with, 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 with our emotions, right? There's a couple times in this movie, and one that comes right off top of mind is she's out horseback riding with the kids. Oh, yes. And, and Anna's character looks to her mom and says, like, they're talking about Isabel and just the issues that they're having with her. And Anna looks at her mom and says, all right, hold on, I wrote it down. She says, if you want me to hate her, I will. Ben. Or, or or it's Ben. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Because Ben Ben is he's a young kid. He he's well he's he's okay with this. He's like seven. He's seven. He's supposed to be seven, right? Yeah. Because
1: like you're right, Anna. is talking to Jackie about the situation, about yeah. like a situation that she's like kind of frustrated
0: with. Yeah. And Ben says that line. Yeah. He says he says if you want me to hate her, I will. And I love that because then the camera looks to Jackie. She gives us a soft smile, but also a reflection within herself to say, okay, like, what am I, what am I teaching my son here? Like, what am, what am I doing, right? She doesn't say anything. You get that straight from her facial expressions from that moment that moment of letting us sit with our feelings and our emotions and letting her as an actress do her thing, right? It would have been easy for, for Chris Columbus to just say, get a quick shot, hang in there for a second 2 let's end it, edit it out, yeah. right? But no, like let her portray those thoughts through her 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 face. No, well, and in the editing, like,
1: yeah. I mean, like um, uh, the editing, I mean, because there are times, I mean, each... I mean, cutting to Ben, I feel like that was a pretty long. And, and you know, he says that, and then he does cut to, you know, to Sarah and she, you know, her that that moment. I feel like it's, it's huge in the sense of like, okay, what am I going to do? And knowing that, but like, it, it's uh, I think the is like the constant battle that she has to like decide on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? That's like the that's
0: like this. It's the setup. It's set up and and prior to this, right? We see her take walking with the kids, and she says, "This is the lunch she gave you," and she tosses it out, right? So she she's setting she she's setting up uh, Isabel to fail, yeah, uh, for the kids, right? Because kids will kids as a parent, you have a big impact on your kids, and so whatever you say, they will do, right? Um, and, and so like she she's setting her up to be incompetent. By saying, this is the lunch, throw it out. Or she couldn't keep an eye on Ben, she's the worst. Or, mom, if you want me to hate her, I will. Right. Right? And so I just love her portrayal of that. And and, and those moments that we have, and I'll, I'll talk about my favorite scene later where she just knocks it out of the park. But she's so good in this movie. And I think she's, yeah. She's, she's good in every movie, dude. He is.
1: I mean, Bull Durham, Yeah, she's amazing. I mean, every movie that I've ever seen with Sarah, I I I either am crying or am like, like emotionally invested with the characters. Yeah. Um, to, to me, what I found really interesting with Jackie's character is in the way they portrayed it is something that I, I connect with deeply. Freak, is the is the is the fact that like mothers, women period. I shouldn't say mother, Women period
0: mm-hmm.
1: are the strongest people in the in the planet. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if you're freaking uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't care if you've gone through Iraq. I don't like. I love you guys. Are all amazing people and you're strong. But women period are the strongest people on the planet. Hundred percent. They the the amount of uh emotional, um physical, like things they have to go through is f- like a miracle. Yeah. It is there and a lot of it, sometimes it's uh, not warranted. Um sometimes it's not um you know it's it's, or it's you know a lot of times it's never warranted, but it happens yeah and it shouldn't. Yeah. Um and like to me I will f- always forever be grateful for women everywhere for what they do um, and how they, for the most part, you know, for the most part, women always are the ones that, like, carry so much on their shoulders I, I just because, like, that's part of their nature, right? Mm-hmm. And I think J- uh, Susan in Jackie portrays that amazingly in the sense of, like, her decision to not say anything about her cancer for such a long time. For such a long time. Because I would I could fully believe that my mother would have done something like this. She would have my mom, you know, uh if you're listening, mom, <laughs> love you. Uh but like if the the thing is like having the circumstances like well I can't tell my kids right now and I want to and I can't, but because my husband or my former my ex-husband who I care about still He's going to do this thing. I can't put this thing on him because he's going to be distracted. And so, you know what? I'm going to take this battle on my own.
0: 100%. I... Where's the tissues, man? I think I freaking They're over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you, uh, you're you absolutely right. And, and I think women have this innate ability to just sacrifice. Dude. Right? And I think this is one of the, the big themes in this movie. Like sacrifice whether that sacrifice your your career, sacrifice for for your family, sacrifice, whatever it is, right? Uh, and you bring up such a great point. Like it's such an interesting I, I I love the decision to have had to have made Jackie have had cancer and you know, they she went through the surgery and, and, and they got what she thought was all of it all out. Uh, and then a year later, it comes back because now we know that this is something that she's been, like you said, struggling with and fighting with by herself. She didn't want to stress out her family, her ex-husband or, or her kids, or maybe not because she wanted; she didn't want to stress out the ex-husband, but it maybe it's just, I'm my own woman now. She, well, yeah, she's like, I mean, yeah. Right? And, and I think it's such a smart way of writing that. Instead of saying like, we're going to introduce cancer to her right now, right? No, she's had it before. She's carried it by herself. She's had to deal with it. She's managed, you know, to, to go through surgery, not tell anyone, not tell the kids. She thought it was all gone and it's come back. That adds so much more weight to her. And, and like you said, like I, I definitely can see my mom, I'm confident my mom is doesn't tell us things out of out of I don't know I don't know that's the thing it's not pride it's not pride it's not pride it's it's it's
1: selflessness it's this it's this the thing the thing for me is that you know that hits even harder is that Jackie does it fully knowing that Isabel is going to win some of her children yeah in the, in this these months, because she's lying about doing X Y thing, and okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna be I'm getting picked up by the publisher again, <laughs> and and trying to not let anyone find out so that she can be hopefully be okay, right? To me, this is the thing that that will mothers for the forever, and have are doing now and will forever do is that they will they will um sacrifice they will take this they, they will take it on to say they're going to do that thing that like most other individuals would mo- men would yeah. probably not do
0: right yeah
1: they're going to you know and and I'm not saying that men don't do this cuz you know men also yeah. doesn't begin, but the thing for me is that like m- the this mother role is is huge. Right. You know, she doesn't being a mother, you, you carry a you carry a child f, you know for, in their body mm-hmm. for nine months. There's a
0: physical connection that, that can never that we will never fully a understand. Physical, emotional, spiritual spiritual like, connection. Yeah. We'll never understand that. No. Now.
1: And so to me, like this that thing of her making the decision and trying to go through it. By her, I mean, I, and I don't know if this is the scene you're gonna, you're gonna talk about. Is the scene she's like throwing up? She mm. she's like trying to do dishes. She comes out, and this is the scene to me that was like th- this scene would have never lasted. It would never lasted that long.
0: Yeah,
1: if it was made in 2005 or 2012. Yeah, because it's like it's probably like a minute and or so long. I mean, and it just holds. And I really want to. I really don't know. But I totally am a firm believer that like they said this is what, we're gonna hold it here, just do what you would t- just do what you think you would have what or that jackie that jackie would feel yeah, and she's she's like frustrated she's tired she's def- feels defeated but like just also can't give up i don't I don't know it's just there's so much in that one scene that like is is the epitome of What countless women do,
0: hundred percent. That do that goes unnoticed, because that's what happens in this scene, right? No one saw that. No one saw that. No No, one was there. No one was there. None of the kids, the ex-husband, no one. And we're like, it's a wide. It's a. It's like a. It's
1: a wide. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a. It's a tight wide because it's not like a wide-angle lens. We're like. We're probably on like a fifty, like we're on right now, Mm -hmm. or maybe a 75 or maybe some weird focal length, but it's like we're like looking voyeuristic down the
0: hall. It's a hallway. Yeah. There's, you feel constricted. You feel right. Yep. Yep. Even though you have a wide lens. Yep. Right? And, and
1: you're just alone with her. Yeah. And you just feel it, you know, to me, that is like the solidification of what, like, what cinema can, like, is so good at. You can write that in a book. You can write people's thoughts in a book. You can, you know, you can see those in pictures. But when you, there's the, there's, there's like the moment of her feeling tired, but then she just gets angry. Mm-hmm. You know, she like throws, starts
0: her, throwing the laundry. You know,
1: yeah. Pushes things off that little dresser, you know, and then she sits down again, you know, and she's tired and she just, and what she do? She gets back up. Keeps going. Keeps going.
0: Oh man. I want to I want to talk about another theme here. That of death and grief. Yeah. Uh the the movie, I mean, and and it's such an interesting decision that the movie ends with us not knowing if if Jackie died or not, right? I want to know your thoughts would you do you why was that why do you think that decision was made? Why not take us through through her passing going to the hospital giving giving such a great actress the opportunity to do a scene like that um why do you think that decision was made?
1: I love their decision to not do this to not end it with like a death because it's not. Death isn't the th- like, isn't like the thing that's solid. Little- like having that death almost would make it less, in the sense that like, oh, well, we knew she was gonna die, and so we give you the death. Yeah. the The point of what I feel like this movie is about is that individuals can grow. People change, and that you can find. Understanding that the people in our lives, whether we like it or not, can be good for us and provide us insights and growth, right? The I think to me is that like the kids, like Sarah uh, as Jackie and then uh, Julia as Isabel uh, have this moment of one of them having the fear that Anna is going to only want her uh, Jackie's character when she when she's getting married because her mother's died, and then Jackie thinking that she's not going to want her at all because she's got a new mother. She's got a new mother, right? But then Jackie says that she can have both of us, right? And then on top of that, like her showcasing to her children, we have had great memories. It's not about like I will always be there. Like she's talking to Ben mm-hmm. and saying like and what I think one of the best things in my the entire is that she describes that we can meet in our dreams. Yeah. This concept of like there and I think to me that like yes, it's of course it would hurt for them to to lose their mother. It would differ for that there but like they've come and they found the resolution in the sense of like the that they she is left and let them and continued and will continue to show them that she loves them and that she's there for them, and that she uh, will always has always done and tried to be there for the, her for for her two children mm-hmm. right and that is a and not only that, but that she respects and and uh wants to make sure isabel is um welcomed and yeah. and that that moment of them taking the picture to me it was it was I mean, especially at Christmas time, like you know, like Christmas time is a very impactful year. Like, I don't like I for, for for the good or the bad. For the good or the bad, yeah. And so, to me, I just think it's it it reemphasizes the fact that like it doesn't matter if people die; it matters the impact that you you leave on the people around you. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. I I, I think. <laughs> I think what stood out to me a lot about this meeting, and, and I don't know, I don't know, I think it's 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 the role that women have um, as mothers. Whether you're a mom, whether you're a future mom, or whether you get to have the opportunity to play a role of a mother to someone else, to a neighbor, to a friend's kid, whatever it is, right? Um, it it takes a village, right and and that that scene you were talking about when they're at the restaurant, and and you know, Jack, uh, Isabel is worried that you know when when she's getting married, and you know she she she'll she'll be upset that you're not there, Jackie. And then Jackie says, "No, well, I feel like she'll forget about me because you're there." Um, and and Jackie says something about along the lines of, "I I I had her past, you yeah. can have her future." Yeah, that was great, right? right? And I feel like we we live in a time where women. I don't. Gotta be careful how I say this. I feel like we live in a time where there's so much comparison to one another, so much competitiveness. Uh, I don't want to say cattiness, but like so much one-upmanship. Um, and it's not even. It's not the. They're. They're. The, the, it's the. The.
1: The mentalness of that, yeah, yeah,
0: and 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 it's such a it, it's it, it, it's hard seeing um, women put other women down instead of like lifting each other up, and that's what I loved about this movie. Yes, there's 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 the funny aspects of the passive aggressive comments happening throughout the entire movie. Yeah, but there's something so powerful about seeing two women with very different different stages in their life, uh, different opinions, thoughts, um, ways of, of how to handling the issue with, with Anna and, and the boyfriend, come together and support one another, express love to each other, and come to a, a common ground for, for the sake of the kids, right? And I think that is so powerful and something that we need more of. Because it's so easy, and it's so common in film and in TV to have women pit against each other. Yeah, and uh, and I feel like there's there isn't. Again, I think now that I became a father, a father of two girls, these are the things that came up at night. Of, of, I hope, I hope my daughters can make friends and meet friends that that support them and uplift them and not pit them against themselves or each other and and tear them down. Right. Um. It was just refreshing to see that. And I love that the movie chose to not go that route and, and, and show, show the, uh, a funeral scene or, or a scene where she goes to the hospital and or, or whatever. I love the idea that uh, Jackie says, N- now join us in the family picture. And it's such a basic line, but a line that carries so much impact for Isabel. And I think that for her was a moment of saying I'm handing them off to you. You're part of the family. And for Isabel to say, okay, like I I've gained this trust or gained this uh yeah, this trust from 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 Jackie.
1: Anybody, I don't care if you're a man or a woman, wants to be if you are coming into a family, you want to be accepted yeah. by that family, right? When you marry your spouse, you are hoping that the in-laws, both ends, are gonna accept each other. That's a whole dance, right? I think that like this movie epitomizes many moments in a family, whether you're a a separate couple, like if you've been separated from your significant other Mm -hmm. or not, you can still feel the, 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 the desire to want to feel acceptance and welcome uh acceptance in a in that family setting yeah you know um acceptance at, in in you know in you go when you go to college and being accepted in with a group of friends and and finding that you know the belongingness right mm-hmm. it's um and i think obviously in a family setting it's the most powerful setting because it does have the greatest impact this movie chris columbus and team did a phenomenal job.
0: Yeah, for sure. They did. This
1: is, this will be, will, will go down to my favorite movies of all time. Cause it's, it's, it's a fantastic one to, you know, I can easily see me watching this with my daughters and, and like, yes, just holding them and, you know, them, you know, loving it and with my spouse and, and, and being, you know, knowing that like, Hey, you know, we see you and we love you and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's
0: I, I was i just think we need more movies like this. We do. We 100% need more movies like this. Yeah, we do. Yep. Cuz it's it's not
1: about the the loss. Cuz that's not what it was about, right? Cuz no. if they if they'd done if they'd they'd if she had, if if Jackie had died, it would have been about the loss. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not about that. Of we, course she was going to die. I mean, she she decided that she would not,
0: you know, like she, she can't fight it. It was she can't fight it. It's, it, it's overtaking. taking. Yeah. yeah,
1: the time there's not the technology and blah blah blah. So, but even then, even if you know, like it, it's not a, it wasn't a medical situation. You know, I mean, the thing is about the emotions is about what it means to be a family. Um, not only that, but what it means to 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 be, not like a perfect family, but like to be. Reminded that every individual, whether you're a kid, uh, an adult, or like a grandfather or mm-hmm. grandmother, we're all just like we're also we're on this great
0: journey of like life, which means we're just we're all just trying to figure. figure we're trying to out. figure out. Okay, we're trying to figure out, and we're needing all the support and the help that we can get. And if all we, of us, all of us, at any age, at
1: any moment of our lives, we're we're all the same. Like kids I look at my kids and I think, those are the same struggles that you're gonna deal with for the rest of your life. Yeah. That you did as a kid. Yeah. Right. Not that they're never gonna get better at it, but like I know that I look back I look at my kids and I look back at myself and I think about the things that I struggled with, and I'm like, those are the things I'm struggling with now.
0: I'm still struggling with, yeah.
1: We're just there's little peop there's little adults. We're little grandparents. <laughs> little adults, little grandparents.
0: Oh man. Um let's talk about I know we're coming up on time what your favorite scene <sighs> Okay
1: I, I mean I think we kind of talked a little bit about them I think I'm going to I'll choose another one Um I'm going to go I'm going to go with that scene with uh Luke and Jackie Okay he's bringing he's bringing back he, the the soccer cleats and you know he, he kind of gets frustrated you know um and um because you know, like I was working and trying to make things happen. And, um, but then he, you know, corrects himself. It it shows the fact that he's like, trying to work through things. You know, like it's, we don't talk about marriage enough Mm -mm. in society. And so I think like this moment it's, it's in the future and them realizing that they've like, he's, he's grown, but he's, you know, found a new person that he doesn't want to make mistakes with. But he also wants to let Jackie know that like he's, he's, trying to be better and, and, and showcase that, you know, yeah. the situation. So, I don't know, It to me, both situations, or both actors in that moment do a phenomenal job of showcasing the, the that, like, even as a, like, those are moments, you know, kids will never see, right, that um, th- him feeling sorry um, and, you know, to a degree wishing something had maybe
0: worked yeah, out. It but, worked out, yeah. But it, life is life. Yeah. So. That's a good one. It's a good one. I like that. Um, I love the scene. I think my favorite scene for many reasons, it's uh, Isabel has dropped off Ben at the house. Jackie, prior to this, was outside uh, smoking, calming herself down, right? And she has smell. Like off to the, like on a table. Jackie goes inside with Ben and Isabel looks at the mail and she sees that there's the the plane ticket to LA, um, the publishing house, letter from, from Charlie or someone. And so then, Isabel, or Jackie comes out and then Isabel says, I know your secret. Yeah. Right? And immediately Susan Sarandon's face, like she's caught, like just, oh shoot. The fear. Dude. The fear, like she knows that I have cancer, right? And Jackie goes off and says, or Isabel goes off and says, "You're moving the kids. You're you're taking the kids with you to L.A. Um, that's not fair." And 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 I love I love that, Su- that that Jackie decides to play along with this. Right? She doesn't correct her, and she says, "Yeah, so what? I'm taking the kids with me." And <laughs> And I love that she makes that decision to like see where this goes, right? <laughs> like to just like maybe to get a reaction out of out of Isabel, uh, but just let's see where this goes. I mean, she fully doesn't expect. She, she did not expect what come is coming. Yeah, and so then she goes and tells her like, yeah, like I'm taking the kids. Uh, we can co-parent from from different sides of the continent. <laughs> Many like, pe- many people do it. Like we could do it. Could,
1: could you imagine? Th- I mean, listen. The 1998, the iPhone is not even the yeah, thing, right? Right. Like FaceTime, the idea of being able to like call, like this is literally like letters and and, and phone calls, and then like trying to like look. not to say that that didn't happen because I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it did. But he, she even says like he he can have the kids for one month out of the summer. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, brutal, brutal. And I love I, uh, so she plays along with this, like letting her believe like yeah you you found my secret, uh you caught me and and I love Julia Roberts' response to it, like this will destroy uh Luke, yes, don't do this right and and I love that because we see um we see Isabel's love for Luke, but we also see the love that that she recognizes that Luke has for the kids. You know, I would almost like it. the respect of the it. The respect of it, yeah. This isn't this isn't a father who who half bakes it, you know. Like he he he, he wants to be involved. He wants to be part of the, the kids' life. I would say that he, and he, he, is. Yeah.
1: And we he don't, is. We don't see it because see it. Yeah. it's not about it's not about that situation. Yeah. But I fully believe that like he's he's made an effort to yeah. be a better dad, to be like involved or you know around despite the fact that he's some sort of like legal like he's a lawyer legal lawyer who yeah. is probably doing a good job because he's got a great house yeah he
0: does in new york in new york so no yeah and 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 i love that that the jack isabel's isabel calls Shroud on that yeah and because of that jackie has a change of heart and tells her no i have cancer right like This is the reality of it. And I love just the emotion that Isabel does at that point. She doesn't go like, oh no, I'm sorry. Like it's very again sitting with our moment with 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 our feelings, sitting in the moment and just seeing what you can see her process these thoughts. And I think from there on, um, that dynamic changes, right? It becomes to it changes to be more supportive, to be more loving, to be more caring, to be more understanding, but not like over the top. Yeah, exactly,
1: because cause like you know, I could easily see in some other storyline or or some other universe where they she like they tries to be like overly f- like the friend like these are two different, very different women. Mm-hmm. Okay, they have very different understandings and insights on like how they see the world. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they have to be the best of friends, right? It, or that you know, like they're friends and they care for they care for each other, but they're not like in the thing, but t- to me, yeah.
0: But here's there's a line earlier in the movie where where Jackie tells uh Anna to make an effort to look at the good that Isabel has, right? And that's what they're doing. Yeah. If we, if, 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 if we, if we were to get any kind of message, if I could portray any message to our listeners is that look for the good in everyone, you will find something common and just build on that. Yes. And we see that from this movie. Yeah. Right. They're very different women, different ages, different stages in their life, but they found something common. And out of that, they build a friendship, a relationship, a motherhood for the kids. Yep.
1: Phenomenal. We hoped you guys enjoyed this movie as much as we did. Um, let us know how much you cried. Um,
0: Maybe we were the only ones that cried.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you, uh, we're just babies, so uh, get used to it because uh, we'll probably have more of these. Um, I think I said that I cry every single time I watch. It. Remember the Titans, without a doubt.
0: <laughs> yeah, you did yeah. Uh,
1: We'd love it if you guys could subscribe uh, if you find this uh, podcast uh, enjoyable. Uh, if you think it's so enjoyable that you we you just want to sh- share the world the best way to do help us out is to leave us a review um, you know whether that be three, four or that very very exciting five star um, have you read any do we have any
0: reviews? Uh, yeah, we have a couple, you know, we'll pull them up. I need to read
1: these cause I have not, I mean, I tried not to look at it too much, but, yeah, we, uh, we appreciate all uh, you. One thing is I really appreciate that we're about 50, we're about 50, split on our uh male and female setup. So yeah, I just really, I really love that. I
0: appreciate that. Yeah. I, I think that's awesome. Um, more importantly, we want to hear from you. What do you think of this movie? Have you seen it? Is this your first time? did you cry as much as we did holy cow man i really did cry i don't know if it was just no it's I, it, I, this movie i will cry every single time yeah, see this movie it I, I i could have asked you know way, i cried so hard when when she she quits her job julia roberts character and um and so for the like the next five minutes she just we see scenes of her taking pictures with I cried their entire that entire montage, dude. This is a woman who who who's taking her 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 skill set and just taking capturing moments for the children with their mom, for the mom with their children, and then she prints out like the life size printouts. It's just I'm
1: a firm believer that that literally changed her perspective on, on, yeah. on, on her work.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: We don't know. I don't know if she told them she she like she got fired. No. We don't know. I don't know. I assume that she probably did say something, right? The, you know, whole situation. I mean, probably because she lost money. But uh, to me, I, to me, I see the way she, like, was taking those photos and seeing things. Like you said, I'm like, I fundamentally believe in that character. And <clears throat> that she went from this glamorized, like, full, uh, large format, like, uh, full like films um camera to this moment of capturing the moments that will help capture that will share those save memories save those memories for, for individuals. Yeah. Right. It's about it's about the
0: moments that yeah. just let us just breathe. So good. But but Reach out to us. Let us know. What was your favorite scene? What do you like about this movie? What don't you like about the movie? Uh, You can always get in touch with us via email at you're at realchumps.com or connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at Real Chumps. You can also follow Danny and and myself on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter as Marstrosity, M-A-R-C-T-R-O-S-I-T-Y. And me, Rubio underscore TV. Join us next week. We're, we're shifting gears here. We're going to watch Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3. Come back, hear us out, go watch it, and can't wait to talk about Galax, Gardens of the Galaxy. All
1: right, let's uh, get our cassette tapes. Oh,
0: yeah. I'm excited for <laughs> oh, the soundtrack. It was so good. Okay, we'll see you.